He's too quiet. Is he too quiet for you? No, he's fine for me. Is it too quiet for you? I mean a little bit. You can turn up a little bit. Well, it's okay. I'll just keep... I need to be heard. (laughs) (laughs) No, isn't it what, 30% more Quinn? Is that what we... Yeah. (laughs) That's the resolution. That's why we couldn't do an episode last... (laughs) That's why we couldn't do an episode last week. Because it would have had... It would have had 100% less Quinn. Yeah. (laughs) And nobody wants that. No. Podcast with just me and Lauren, that's a one-star fan's worst nightmare. (laughs) Hey. When Lauren texted texted me and was like, it's just going to be Tyler now, I was like, (laughs) well, well, no. That's a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just going to be Tyler sitting in a room talking about Survivor to no one. <laughs> I don't I'm even think Tyler like, so wants that. Our, not, no, especially not this season so far. Me and this season are feuding. <laughs> you don't want a whole episode where it's just you talking about your failed picks? This episode this episode ended with me going, like, like, uh, like... Joe McHale and I one episode of Community. This is a fight. We are fighting <laughs> to this episode. <laughs> I am tired of Survivor sending everybody I like to get to... Well, not everybody I like, but everybody's on my team. <laughs> L- L- Lauren, isn't this episode gonna be it anyways? Just talking about how Tyler's failing? Yeah. That's all this uh, is. I know, I'm, but I'm not looking forward to that. Welcome to Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I fucked it up. Uh, that was an aggressive snow. start. <laughs> welcome to Survivor. Welcome to Survivor. Welcome to Snuffed. Come on in, guys. Download the app. Come on in, guys. And hear the story of Sad Tyler and his bad team. <laughs> My name is Tyler. I host the podcast. I'm going to sit over in the corner for a few minutes. (laughs) And I'm Lauren. (laughs) And I want to start a dialogue about how bad Tyler's doing. (laughs) Yeah, let's begin there. (laughs) Oh, what's that? What's that on your name tag? Me? Yeah, say your name, Quinn. (laughs) Oh. I thought you were doing a bit. I mean, I was, you, I but, I was but I wanted you to say your name. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Oh, it go. says, hello, my name is Quinn. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that name, Jay. <laughs> hey, hey, Quinn, great improv. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm known for. Welcome I'm to the great show. great on the spot. We we're we're a podcast that you sometimes weekly but mostly bi weekly <laughs> talks about Survivor. But mostly whenever we fucking feel like it. Whatever yeah, whatever we want, right? We're not on some schedule. <laughs> we put this we put this show out when we can. And um I think what it boils down to is we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm honestly I, I'm not too upset because I've been upset about every episode that's been so far, so recording it right <laughs> afterwards, I wouldn't have been happy anyways. But yes, uh, in case you're listening to the show for the first time, for whatever reason, on this show, 
Uh, we talk about Survivor, but at the beginning of the season, this is the most crucial part. We draft teams of the contestants based on any kind of pre-show interviews that they do and decide who we want to represent us throughout the season. And uh, so far, uh, we are three episodes in and everybody on my team is on Extinction Island. <laughs> okay. Not everybody Thank yet. You. No, okay. <laughs> let me let me re, re Okay, everyone that is on Extinction Island, Island is, is on from my team. team. Everyone on Extinction Island is on my team. And soon enough people that aren't on Extinction Island and are just gone will also be on your team. Uh, I will say it's funny cuz I turned the lights. <laughs> it's I was like this is I tried to spin it as like an okay thing. Because right now uh, and this is, I guess, spoilers for both of the episodes. We haven't really got into it. I guess we'll just start here so you guys can roast me first. But um, to me, my thought process is Reem isn't great and Keith isn't great. But Chris seems like he's great. So I'm hoping that if anybody gets off of Extinction Island, it's him. Well, out of the three of them, it is definitely He's definitely the one who's going to get back in the game. <laughs> Between the three of them. I, I wanted. I want it to be like a puzzle that Reem wins. <laughs> that Just be because that would be hilarious. Or what I if it's a, what if smart. it's a, you can do puzzles. What if it was a swimming contest and Keith pulled it out? That would be insane. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am I'm excited. Well, see, I, I went through a range of emotions when when Chris got voted out. I was very sad because, as we've established, he is the hot one this season. <laughs> and then. I would say by a more significant margin than usual. Yeah. He's, he's like, very good looking. He's like the hot one. And, and we're going to get into the episode, but... But he... I'm going to finish what I was talking about first. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were just going to keep talking about how hot Chris was. No. And I was like, oh boy, I didn't want Chris to get voted out. That sucks. And then I remembered that he was on Tyler's team. And I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. I love that. And then I looked back and I, I noticed that we made... Uh, guesses? What do we call that? I believe that's the word. <laughs> Lauren just forgot. Lauren just dead ass looked at me in the face and forgot the word predictions. <laughs> we made some predictions the very first episode before it started, and I said we guessed who would be the the person to come back from Extinction Island or like the first person back, and I said Chris, and I was like, oh hell yeah. <laughs> I have a great shot. Wow, is this the season of you being right at things? Because I don't think I'm used to that already for it. Hashtag season of Lauren. Because <laughs> I knew Wendy would be awful. Mm-hmm. I and... think Wendy is great. Uh, I think Wendy might be the <laughs> the worst Survivor player I've ever seen. Not a bad person, oh, I just fully a very agree. bad, very bad at Survivor. <laughs> See, I was right about Wendy. Is Wendy Everyone... one of the most hilarious contestants of all time? I think it's, so. It's yeah. insane to me. I called it literally from the preview for this season. I was like, oh, this person will be awful. <laughs> I, I am excited to talk about like to get more in depth, it's insane that Wendy is still in this game and not a. Not, it really is. It's <laughs> fucking insane. It doesn't make any goddamn sense, and the, we're gonna get into it. The fact, okay, it like makes sense. Chris went home this episode, but at the same time, it makes no goddamn sense. Right, exactly. That's been, and and we we gotta get into something 
a pattern that I've seen emerge with the war dog. Because the war dog, his thing seems to be uh, whenever he has a conversation with somebody that doesn't go the way he wants it to go, instead of going, oh, like, I come to you and I say, I want to vote out Wendy. And you go, hmm, mm. I don't really want to vote out Wendy. <laughs> I, I go, tell Wendy. I need to vote out Lauren. <laughs> Fuck Wendy. This person disagreed with me, and they're now my number one target. And that's been the case multiple times on the show. There's only three episodes in, and twice War Dog has completely abandoned his plan to get rid of somebody else just because in a conversation with them, they disagreed with him. This has so, nothing to do with that, but on Reddit, I saw this one person, like, refer to War Dog by his real name, and someone's like, it's War Dog. And this person was, like, actively refusing to call him War Dog for some reason. Um, I don't even know his real name. I don't think he's I have no idea. Is it, is it also Chris? I, I want to like, say Victor. I don't know why. I also it's, kind of feel like it's Dave. Dave, yeah. <laughs> he he has big Dave energy. Huh? Dan the War Dog Silva. Da Silva. Yeah, there's no other Dans. Dan Da Silva. He's just War Dog. It's who he is. I don't think he's earned War Dog. War Dog is a made up How... name. He has not yet earned War Dog, in my opinion. Maybe a I radical statement. <laughs> See, you des- this is why you're losing. <laughs> I'm only losing technically. <laughs> the season's not over it, yet. I can still. In what ways out. have you won? I haven't. Give me seven examples where he succeeded, Tyler. Seven examples? <laughs> I don't have that. What I do have is I still have skin in the game. All hope is not lost. Technically, you do. Technically, none of my people are out of the game yet. That's fair. And you do have my absolute favorite contestant. Joe? Which one? Oh, no, Ron Clark. Ron Clark. Ron Clark. Yes. I love Ron Clark. Okay, should we get into, like, an actual recap of these episodes? Yeah. <laughs> you mean, like, the thing we do? Yeah. The, you mean, like, the podcast? Um, well, that's the, silly. Why would we do that? <laughs> the episodes we're going to be covering today is One of Us is Going to Win the War, and Which Betrayals are, getting, are going to get I exposed. do want to say I did correctly guess who says the title of that episode. Good job. Me and Lauren did not correctly guess the, the second episode, which we did a... Are on our own before the episode aired. We were like, who do you think is going to say it? We were both wrong. Who said it? Mm. Wait, Betrayals are going to get exposed? Was that? Who yeah. was that? Did you write it down? No. I think it was Rick. I, I just shrugged at Lauren. Or it's a David? podcast. <laughs> Maybe David. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was David. Okay, whatever you say. I, I don't whatever. remember. Um, My first note for episode two is just, yo, this is boring as hell. <laughs> Looks boring as hell. I was, was talking that, about the yeah, Island. Oh, yeah. And that her, I would her be thirst just for numb. revenge is helping her, and oh my god, she's just crying the whole time. So that was, that was my thoughts on... Reem hanging out on Extinction Island by yourself. I, 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 one of the things I was hoping that was going to happen is the beginning. So let's, we got to get in order. We're all over the fucking place. Start with your, your notes for the first episode. That's what I, you said the second one. 
Or no. I meant episode two of the season. Okay, we're going to start there. Which is the first episode that we're talking about. Got it. It was confusing. Oh, I'm talking about next episode. So was that's what <laughs> I was also going to do because I was confused. Quinn's talking about the episode that hasn't aired yet. Oh. Yeah. Wait. How's that You guys episode? are so 2000 and late. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this show's a fucking train wreck. Let's so it starts off what I was saying, mm-hmm. which was correct. Got it. Thank you very much. Okay. We were, the first episode that we're reviewing starts off with Reem on Extinction Island by herself. Yes. And she's like... And, and she's crying and it's, it looks boring. Okay, not to mention the second episode we're going to review, but I'm about to. But, um... <laughs> Once again, audio medium. But the look Tyler just gave me... <laughs> I was going to say... Please describe it. <laughs> it was just like... I don't know if I can. It was like... It was like if... It was like, if, it was like a, a fucking course with a mixture of disappointment. Is <laughs> <laughs> that accurately? I feel like that happens yeah, a lot. Yeah, it was accurate. It was accurate. <laughs> When I, when I speak. I feel like I, Tyler gives that one a lot. <laughs> um, but wait, no, what? Good. So my thing is, I, 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 I just came to the realization the second episode, but I kind of thought it the first episode. But I think Extinction Island clips are going to be real boring. Yes. Like, I don't, they're eliminated, I really don't care about them. Well, and it's not even that they're eliminated, the problem is that they're... Not doing anything. They're not doing anything. Like, there's no game that they're playing, they're just on Extinction Island, so... Exactly, there's no strategy going on. Until we find out how they're going to get back into the show, and know what their details are, like, it doesn't really, you know, it's it's weird, like... Yeah, it's like, I'm not watching... I'm not watching the show to watch people walk a while to get a bucket of rice, and then complain that they and complain that they are so hungry, and then complain that there's not enough food after they got yeah. rice. I was like, well, you got rice. That's more food than the you used to have. Mm-hmm. Like, calm down and eat your rice. And it's like, oh, we have to walk all this way to get rice every day, and it's like, hey, you're on an island with nothing else. Like, hey, you can. It's a nice little walk in the morning, and then <laughs> that's something you can to maybe do. see a whale. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe a bird or two. I do Ooh, a bird! The, the set design of Extinction Island is very cool. The shipwreck is really awesome looking. Um, I think that's really neat. I think that it's cool. Yeah, they made like kind of a shelter, and they made the whole like um, mast and everything really just kind of feel like a ship just kind of hit this island and we don't really know mm-hmm. what happened to whoever was there i think it's really cool yeah i'm just hoping we don't spend that much time on there every episode yeah that's a lot because like i i i like going back to the camp after a blind side and seeing the people who were blindsided by that's reaction and stuff mm-hmm. i don't want to see um, Chris just sit there and be hungry next episode. I want to see like uh, the rest of his tribe reacting to that, his elimination. This is funny. I'm going to read the, the Wikipedia episode description for this episode. It starts with, at Edge of Extinction, Reem explored the barren locale. At Manu. <laughs> that's, all, that's all that happened. Yeah, 
it's, it was very... I said it looks like it is boring, but also it was also boring to watch. Mm-hmm. So, and then the next note from that episode I have is, Bold of Wendy to complain about the returnees to David. <laughs> she was complaining about the returning characters to a returning character. <laughs> character. I, honestly... I think David's so cool with it. He's like, oh yeah, fuck him. We yeah. totally get out Wentworth. Yeah. I don't yeah. think, that, I think he's just pretend. I think he's hoping nobody remembers who he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's it's like that, that, that Homer gif where, or gif or whatever, where he's like going into the bushes. Like that's David. He's just like, all the, he's like, here are the returning players. And David just like sneaks into the bushes. Like he's not there. And it's working. That's exactly it's working. It is. No one is paying attention to him. I definitely was afraid he was going to be super neurotic, but he's really doing not that at all. Yeah, he seems like he's doing a really good job. He's actually the returning player other other than Joe, who I also think is doing pretty good. I think it's him. and then it's, it Well, gets, of course everyone's going after the women because, you know. Yeah, it really is weird that they feel like they're the targets. And um but and not Joe. Perfect Joe. <laughs> yeah. I especially yeah. thought Joe would be the target the whole time. So I was actually kind of shocked that it doesn't seem like people are really targeting him that much. Um, well, I think, except for, well, and we'll talk to be about fair, it, but when Victoria talked about Joe right in front of him. Oh my god, that was we'll so there, we'll funny. We'll get there, we'll get there. Let's not get there. Yeah, we gotta keep, yeah, we gotta stay focused. My thing we'll though is, this early, I don't know if I would want to vote out Joe, because I don't want to go to tribal council right now. Well, well, here's, but here's the thing. Again, skipping to the next I episode. Don't, but also, here's the thing. They're never even going to have the opportunity because Joe is not going to lose. Yeah, see, that is yeah. a good point. I was going to say, well, yeah, but now your opportunity. No, you never had an opportunity. <laughs> you guys want every challenge. Well, yeah, but now that there's a swap, who knows? Yeah. Exactly. But that's what I mean, because now, uh, Joe's, now Joe's tribe is going to win every challenge, so it's going to be the other two are going to be going to tribal. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, the first two, three episodes, I don't know how inclined I'd be to, like, oh, I need to get this player out now. I'd be much more like, I want to make it at least kind of far in this game. Right. Yeah. But Joe's basically made it to the merge now. No. Maybe. Who knows? Well, he now has twice as... He has... Now he only has to do is not lose. He can come in second place in the challenge and still not go to, go to tribal. There's no way he's but, going but, like, to tribal until the merge. But my thing is, he just seems like he's being given the least important edit out of the f- returnees. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we're getting the least amount he's... of stuff from him, so yeah. I feel like he might challenges. be the earliest to go, just because of that. Yeah. Like, we're getting... giving him a uh, story. We're getting absolutely no content from his tribe, except... But when we do, we always get something from Aubrey. Yeah. It's another case of the whole uh, Navidi Malolo tribe in Ghost Island was that we knew Malolo so well because they kept losing, and it was like Navidi people had like one or two right. like lines here and there. And it was always Dom and Wendell. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. So what, what's your next note? Uh, and then I have 
the it was like a montage of Aubrey trying to like kind of like make connections with everybody but she was saying the exact same thing to everybody like the exact same words we just need to have a dialogue (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like I feel good about you um but that's my exact like strategy though too if I get on Survivor yeah tell everyone I I love them (laughs) The, the the going into the bushes is the exact way to play the early parts of Survivor. Like, um, I feel like that's, like, when you are um, in that, like, you just don't want to make yourself seen. Like, you don't want to try to act like you're, you're going for power. You don't want to make it look like you're on the bottom. You don't want to just put yourself out there at all. You're just going to want to hide in the bushes and blend mm-hmm. in and make friends with as many people as you can. Yeah, you don't want to be on the top, you don't want to be on the bottom, but also you don't want to be on the middle. You just want to be not heard or seen. <laughs> yeah. You want people to forget you, that you're there. You want to you want to go into the woods as soon as you get to camp, and then <laughs> stay oh, there up. for three days. <laughs> they're like, Is he, are, are they looking for an idol? No, they're gone. <laughs> they're in the wind. <laughs> No, see, they wouldn't even ask if you're looking for your an idol. Yeah, then they you're go, playing wrong. You go to the first, you go to the first challenge, and they go, they go, hey, who are you sitting out? Wait a minute, do we vote somebody out of the show already? <laughs> They're like, I feel like we should have more people on this tribe. <laughs> um, the next note is I wrote, we love an open idol hunt. <laughs> I do too. That was when when Wentworth was nervous about, about Wendy. About Wendy looking for an idol, so they all went on an open idol hunt, and then Lauren found. I it. love like that mad scramble. It's always so fun. I know, and I I just love like I I just love it because it. I mean, it's fun when they show people looking for idols and everyone's all secretive, but it's also just fun cutting between everybody looking for the idol. <laughs> and, like, very openly, and, like, no one's hiding. It's just like, hey, we're looking for an idol over here, you're looking for an idol over there. Well, I believe in this episode... It's wasn't so fun this, to watch. Wasn't this the scene where um, the guys are, like, looking for idols, and then... Um, those, the girls the are, girls are like, talking. They're like, they're like, oh, the guys are looking for idols, and then they're like, wait, why aren't we looking for idols? Why are we just being like, oh, the guys are looking for idols? Like, why aren't we looking for idols? But then they didn't go look for idols. Was the yeah. weird thing. <laughs> I don't know what the point of any of that was. They're like, oh, women never find idols, and then they don't, but they don't go look for one. But that this is the season where that all changes, cause uh, Lauren, <laughs> I was like Kelly, Lauren finds an idol. Woo, woo! And I, I wrote, Lauren finds the idol. Yay, women is what I wrote down. <laughs> yay, women! Yay, we did it. International Women's Day week. month. It's month, guys. It's women's month. Sexism solved. <laughs> yeah, we did it. <laughs> who on the other tribe found it? Aubrey. Uh, Aubrey. Yeah. Aubrey. So oh, both both we'll the idols there. in the game right now are held by women. That's awesome. No guys have one. I, I'm not sure. I haven't fact checked this, but that might be the first time that's ever happened. I'm I'm willing to bet it is that like, all the idols are held by women. Yeah. Or like at least the I mean unless the first like there's two either. There's been times where like one person's had an idol and it's been a woman, 
But like, but like for more than one, and like the first two yeah. of the season to both be caught by women. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's happened before. Lit, dope. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> women. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, you did it. <laughs> we did it. No, um, you, Lauren did. I did. Lauren oh, did I did it. it. Uh, <laughs> so, and if. You know, if you if you share a names uh, a name, then you share then you the accomplishments as well. <laughs> um, next was the snake challenge, and I wait. We forgot something during the idol hunt. What? Go ahead. They kept showing adorable shots of sky puppies. Of <laughs> what? Lauren wrote. Lauren wrote down a note because they were, they showed some bats and they were very cute. They were very cute, and I wrote a love the sky shots puppy. Of all the- yeah, they are sky them. puppies. <laughs> <laughs> because they are fly and they're in the sky <laughs> and they're adorable and they look like puppies. They're sky puppies. I I'd say more gerbil. No puppies. <laughs> no, a, not, sky, a sky puppy. I, I will not waver. <laughs> <laughs> I say they're just too small to be a sky puppy. That's, that's why they're puppies, not doggos. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> they're little little infant puppies. And sometimes they could be big. Sometimes they could be really too big. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but they're still cute. That, that's a semi-controversial opinion for some people, to be a big bat fan. I am. I don't want them anywhere near me. Bat fan. That's my theme song. I don't. I don't really want to touch them or them anywhere near me. But actually, no. I take that back. They're very adorable, and I, I would pet one. It's just when you don't see their face, they're creepy. But when you look at their faces, they're very cute. Well, this reminds me of there's an episode of the show Elevator, which is on Game Show Network, but it's on Netflix. I highly recommend going watch it. It's a horror-based game show. <gasps> and, and Quinn, have you not heard of Elevator? No, I have a different horror-based game show to bring up in a second. <laughs> Alright, great. Uh, but they, there was this this uh, challenge where somebody's hand, head or hand or something like that was like stuck in this box with a bunch of... I think they were like rats because they were pretty big. And it was in the dark. And they're like, oh, no, I'm scared. But, like, in this camera, obviously, it was, like, like a, a night vision thing. So you could see the rats. And the rats were so fucking cute. Like, <laughs> they didn't look gross or scary at all. They were adorable. And I was like, oh, look at them. <laughs> <laughs> so there is some yeah, puppies. But there's, I have a, a couple other notes before we get to the challenge. Wait, before, but I want to talk about my horror-based game show now. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the floor it's sees on Netflix. Queen. It's a British show, and it's called Release the Hounds. <laughs> and <Okay>. it is <laughs> amazing. It, like, there's three challenges, and at the end, one person from the team has to leave and go get chased by, like, police dogs. Love it. And if they make it to, like, a certain spot before the dogs get to them, they win the money. Love it. And it's great. Oh, I see it. It's on Netflix. I know you said it was on Netflix, but I found it. Um, Highly recommend. If you like Elevator, you'll like Release the Hounds. Quinn, did you ever watch Total Blackout? Yes. My favorite game show moment, maybe 
of all time. It's up there. If I made a list, it's up there. Is it there... when he had to smell the ass? No. <laughs> that was a good one, though. But no, it was the one time they did a challenge where they tell the people, you're gonna, you're, we're going to put you in a harness, we're going to lift you up onto a platform. And the platform has holes in it. The first person, or the person to get across the platform at the fastest time wins the round. And so then they sh- they go into the, the blackout room, and you see the black in, black in the uh, night vision footage and everything like that. And they put these people in harnesses, and then they hoist them up into the air, and then they just lower them back down onto the floor. <laughs> and then they let them go, and then you just watch these people, st- like, nervously cross the ground. <laughs> For like six minutes, and it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Even one of the, night, the guys, like the, like night vision guards in the background, was laughing because it was so funny. <laughs> That's great. I love horror-based reality competitions. Another shout out to Scream Queens. Another one. The TV show <laughs> wasn't a game no. show. No, there's a game show where they're it's like an acting competition show, and like the big prize was a rolling saw. I do remember this. He's right. It's so good. I do remember it's this now. It's so good. What are your thoughts on Fear Factor? Love Fear Factor. Hate Joe Rogan. You know, I think that should be everyone's So, so you're, you're pro-Ludacris. The new host oh, of Fear Factor. Oh, Ludacris coming in for the win. <laughs> they, I think they used the same rats on an episode of Fear Factor that me and Lauren watched. Because, do you remember those rats in that one challenge? The reality show people from The Bachelor are on? Yeah. The rats are cute. Maybe adorable. you just think rats are cute, Tyler. No, not all rats. <laughs> you but seem like a rat guy. I'm pretty sure it's Ty- the rats that whoever's Ty- supplying them for game shows. <laughs> you seem pro rat. Big rat guy over here. Rat man. No, you're the rat guy in Lauren's bat fan. Bat fan was my favorite winner of Last Coffee Standing. I like this conversation because I feel like it proves our, like, reality competition TV credentials. <laughs> I know. It really does. All right. Lord, what's your next that note? That we've seen Fear Factor. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> that's, that's our whole credential. Quinn, I'm going to see if I can find the show Scaredy Camp, which was a Nickelodeon game show reality show that was horror-based. Hey, Sounds do you guys remember amazing. That? I think you would love it. Do you remember that? I would. Um, the reality TV show that was on sci-fi that was just a game of tag? Yes! <laughs> it was called Chase, but the S was a dollar sign. <laughs> and it was you... maybe it was maybe Wasn't my favorite it, like, show. Was it by a WWE wrestler? No, one of one of the people was a WWE wrestler. Oh yeah, that was he chased people. <laughs> yeah, he was one of the chasers. And it was it was a very good show. And I think he was a special chaser. I don't think he was always the chaser. But the best one is the okay. one that they did at Universal Studios Hollywood. And I was like, I know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you guys remember the sci-fi original TV reality competition TV show, Who Wants to Be a Superhero? Yes. No, but do you remember the great uh, sci-fi original being human? <laughs> <gasps> No, save that for the other podcast, Lauren. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's where we talk about being human. Um, oh, good. I you think... know, where else would we bring up being human than on our podcast about bad movies? <laughs> when, I, when I'm tweeting you the link to the first episode of Scaredy Camp. 
I am so excited. Thank you so much. <laughs> so should right. we talk about Survivor? I don't know. I think we've moved past that. <laughs> DM us if you want more reality TV suggestions. We have them. Well, we always talk about wanting to do other things, like, in the off-season, but not, like... I don't want to record every week, but talking about, like, whatever I still want to do a Big Brother podcast with Sam and Harish. I think that'd be fun. It would. I'm just, like, terrified of the amount of work. Yeah, yeah that that's takes. the word. That's definitely the reason why I would not want to participate. You'd have to, you'd have to just do it after every like elimination. We we can barely do it when we have to watch one episode. Let alone three. All right. <laughs> so I have a quote from this episode written down. <laughs> from this episode of Big Brother or Scared to Camp or Fear Factor? Which show are we talking no, about uh, here? Being human. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Um, from Rick, I don't, or I, it's a, I, can, I only have the quote written down, and I'm trying to think of what the conversation exactly was, because once again, I write these notes down thinking we're going to talk about it soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should stop doing that. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure Rick and David were talking about, um, their little, like, duo alliance they have and david was saying like you you need to keep me around and then you can you can cut me or whatever you could like you can slice my throat or whatever and then and then um um he was like once you he was like i want to i want to work with you until the end and then you can you can cut me at four and then (laughs) and then rick goes all right let's shake on it that'll cut your throat at four (laughs) (laughs) he's great Uh, rick Rick is great. He's amazing. I don't. Rick think and Ron win, is I the alliance him. of my dreams. Who is? How do you like in... Ron so much when he said maybe one thing? I. Yeah, yeah, did, you one thing. did you see him dance? Did you see him dance? Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right. Have you seen his viral dancing videos as well? Actually, I think that they can, they use the Ron Clark uh, method at one of our local middle schools now. What? Because they have like tribes and teams and stuff like that. Like Ron Clark has like they, he that, does the Harry Potter kind of thing. Wait, the Ron Clark method's just Survivor. No, <laughs> it's it's a lot of different things. There's there's a lot of aspects to it, but like they one of them is teams. like having houses like uh, like Hogwarts and Harry Potter, where like you have you're you're with people that you work together and you earn points and you're trying to get points for your team and stuff like that. Um, this is also. I wrote Keith and Eric are searching, but I don't... Probably for idols. I guess? <laughs> a connection. But this is this is where I wrote something that I do want to talk about for, for a couple seconds. Victoria's aesthetic. Okay, Lauren. I'm Lauren, here for I, it. I see the floor to Lauren. I dig it. What do you mean? There is just a shot where they were talking... She was talking to, like, two other people, and they cut to her, and I took a picture of the screen. It literally looks like she's just a producer for the show. Yeah, she doesn't look like she's on an island at all. Like, she's literally wearing, like, she looks perfectly, like, put together, well-kept, like, well-kept. Her hair looks nice and clean. She's wearing, like, a winter beanie and glasses, and it just looks like she's just one of the producers. Her hair looks fine. Yeah, her clothes are clean. Yeah, she does not look like she's been on an island at all. (laughs) 
She looked like she was walking through Williamsburg and then like stumbled on the set of Survivor. <laughs> and I just love it. You know, because Survivor is filmed in Williamsburg. <laughs> yeah, why did you say that? Because she like Williamsburg is known for hipsters. Oh. She looked like she was wearing a beanie and had glasses on and was, you know, that was her vibe. And she was also chewing on a piece of bamboo in this photo. I'm gonna I saw a post. Take... What? I saw a post cause, because Wendell and also Nick both were, like chewed on bamboo a lot. And so they're like, Victoria's the next winner. <laughs> oh... She I'm is, sending you the photo, she, Quinn, but I also will tweet this image because I love it. <laughs> she is by far the person I underestimated the most. I think she's oh, playing yeah. really well. Except for when she talked about Joe in front of him, but we'll get to there. That was... Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I did want to talk about that real quick because I think it's hilarious, and she's just wearing this beanie all the time. I just got it. Oh my god, it's like right in the middle of Soho. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. It's like literally, it's like, it looks like she just was one of the producers and she was having a conversation with the people on the show. <laughs> she was just walking down Hoboken and picked up some bamboo. <laughs> Hoboken? She was in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Before that competition, I have that. Um, Lauren finds the idol, but she won't tell Kelly about it. Which I was worried she might have, but I'm glad she didn't. It proves she's not going to be as much of like a, oh my god, Kelly Wentworth person as I thought she was going to be. Yeah, Yeah, Lauren was a little nervous when she hid the idol. Yeah, she just like dug a small little hole. Oh yeah. Like, alright, goodbye. But I also think it's... Probably smart because, like, where is she going to put the idol? She was wearing... Apparently just kind of near a big rock isn't... That's not better. No. And she just dug a... Like, it was a very shallow hole, and she just dug a little hole and put it in there. Um, I can't remember where I park sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) The thing... The only thing that scares me is... Is she anticipating this swap? Does she dig it out? <gasps> right? That would oh be my God. fucked oh. up. <laughs> <sighs> she I didn't even think it. of that. I think most people anticipate the swap. But I don't know if she would. That's the thing I'm worried about. She better oh hope she gets into the same camp. That'd be... Wow. I Wow. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> I would be very upset for her and also because she's on my team. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was glad that she didn't tell Kelly because I was like, because Kelly's in danger <clears throat> and I didn't want Kelly to be able to convince her to give her her idol. And I, just d- never tell people you have an idol. It's always a bad idea. Yeah, no, everyone will understand why you didn't tell them because it's, Don't, it's well, not Except for that one do. time when the Davids all teamed up and used yeah. their advantages. That was a good idea. But. Nope, always a bad idea. I'll figure out a way it was a bad idea later. <laughs> um, and then then we go to the competition, and I just have... This is all I wrote down. Is no one going to help Chris? <laughs> and I put, oh, Keith. So, oh, he tried. 
I'm sorry. Oh, Keith. Keith. Um, so this, the, the, the theme of this chat. So we talked about how in the first episode of the season, Keith had really good instincts to see that he was on a sinking ship of an alliance and bail on it. And that was good. Yeah. And then he had good instinct here, which was, I need to show that I am good in challenges. So I'm going to step up and try to help win this challenge. Except he was already really bad at the swimming. And then he made it worse by stepping up because he was really bad at the other part. And so he was easily the target going into this and looked terrible. And it completely backfired. So I get why he did it, but it it was high risk. No high, reward. Yeah, high risk, no reward. <laughs> high risk, uh... What's the opposite of a reward? <laughs> punishment. Well, for Prisons. some people, punishment is also a reward. But... <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't king shame on stuff. Yeah, we don't king shame on stuff. <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> We're just going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eric wins it for Kama. Team Lauren. Hell yeah. Hooray. Good job. Yeah, he won a reward and not an actual thing that matters. <laughs> right? This was... No, this was... No, that was challenge. the next episode. Oh. Then yay, Eric. <laughs> um, and then I wrote, Chris feels bad voting out Keith. Wentworth said if... There, if she was in their shoes, she would vote herself out too. <laughs> and I wrote also, War Dog dresses exactly like someone named War Dog would. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is I, when. I get... oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So this is for both episodes. I get why they're targeting Wentworth, because she is a big threat. But, like, when you're at the point you can't win, like, an immunity challenge at all, you need to, like, throw strategy to the window just for a little bit. And vote out your weak people. Um, I do also... I do want to talk about... Wentworth. Here. Because... Wentworth is... I, I don't know how to describe how she's playing. Like, a crazy person. <laughs> she's... She's doing... Like... Okay, we've already established that Wendy is not good at Survivor. And... Yeah. Yet multiple times in the interviews... Wendy, or not uh, Wendy, Kelly keeps having conversations with the crew and also other people sometimes where she's, she's like tunnel vision for anybody who even says her name becomes the only thing she can think about and has to get rid of them. And so in this situation, I think it's, um, they're like, well, Keith's really bad at challenges. But I have to get out Wendy. She said my name. And it's been like that in every single episode so far. Anybody who challenges Wentworth becomes the only thing she can think about. Yeah. And, and she needs but, to relax. She, she can't think of the bigger picture at all. Yeah. She's just, she becomes immediately focused on whoever's the, the next person that said her, her name. I will just defend that, like, it's not like Keith is, like... Or Wendy's, like, significantly better than Keith, though. Like, it's close enough where 
It's like if she got them out, if they got Keith out before they got out Wendy, it's like fine. Yeah, and and we'll get we'll get to the next episode too. But this is when it became really noticeable for me, and that the fact that I think it's legitimately, it I don't know if I would say it's impairing her judgment, but it's she's definitely thinking very, very. I don't want to say selfishly, but. We'll get there. So, what's the next thing you have on the thing? Keith gets blindsided. Keith gets blindsided. So, Keith thinks that we're, we're all going to vote for Wentworth. Because this is the time to get Wentworth out. It does not happen. Everybody votes for Keith. And then as he's walking out, he says, Y'all think you're still going to win challenges? Which is funny, because they didn't. <laughs> right. But the best part is that I will now do a dramatic monologue of Keith's final moment to travel cancel. <clears throat> Dang. Dang. <laughs> Dang. 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 <laughs> a lot of good line readings of the word dang from uh, from Keith on the way out. So then from we get Keith. our first you have to say it right. Uh-huh. You have to say his name right. What? Oh, you have to say his name right. So then we get our first cliffhanger of the season. Where Keith... Which I don't want to see again. <laughs> it's The question is, Keith going to go to Extinction Island or is he going to go home? Because he's not sure. He goes to reach for the thing and he goes... <laughs> But then like, he make the decision and move on, because then we have to spend more time on Extinction Island at the start of next episode. Well, I think we're always going to start an episode with Extinction Island if somebody goes there. Yeah, but I'm saying Even if, if they leave a cliffhanger, we have to spend more time there. Because that's we not also what have I want. To see them choosing <laughs> to go. Yeah, but I was proud of Keith for not leaving. Me, I, don't I didn't think, think he was going the... to. I didn't. I. I was unsure. I could see him doing either one. It really seemed like he was not going to go. I um, didn't see any of the early out people do leaving because, like, I think you just don't want to be an early out person. So the chance to, like, improve your ranking, even if it's you just outlast someone there for a few days, it's worth it. I could see if they're bringing people back twice so that at one point the the twist is revealed to everybody... So you know about it going in, and you know, oh, there's nobody on Extinction Island, and I'm going back to nothing. Do I want to do that? Um, that could suck. Especially if you've been there for a long time. You get back to the game and get immediately voted out. I can see somebody being like, I don't want to do it. Well, but for the most part, I feel like most people are going to want to stay. Honestly, I would love to see Reem win this season <laughs> by... Going to Extinction Island, winning, immediately getting voted out again, winning that, and then making it to the end. I I think what's going to happen is, assuming that there is two chances to get back into the game, I don't think they're going to evacuate Extinction Island. Like, they're, I think if you're you're there until you quit or you quit, yeah you don't you run out of chances to get back in the game. I think that's it. I think if like. I'm pretty sure Reem can stay as long as she wants. Because I feel like they yeah. really want to break people. 
I want uh I want the like worst possible winner for Survivor is what I'm saying. <laughs> I think we deserve that. We deserve chaos. Okay, so, so and then they got maps and bottles and um then they go walk up a, a bunch and then they find rice. This is the next episode. Um the this I liked I like them getting maps and having to to work really hard to get the rice. I like that. I appreciated that. I like that now that Keith is there that Reem gets to get, have food. <laughs> she, yeah. she wasn't allowed food before. And we also learned that Reem feels responsible for Keith being there. So she was going to quit, but now funny. that Keith's there, she has to stay. Do you oh, actually legitimate question? Do you think now that Chris is there that Reem will quit? Maybe. Maybe. Because Keith has someone to take care of him. Yeah, because Keith will have somebody or, to take care of him, and Keith and Chris are tight, and Reem probably is just wants to go home at this point. Unless she finds Chris to be an unacceptable father. Ooh, Ooh that's true. The test. The test. <laughs> I don't. I think he would be an amazing father. <laughs> yeah, sure. Of course he did. Uh, no, uh, I think he's a better daddy than he is a father. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. We don't kink shame on this show. <laughs> uh, so, but then the next thing as that we I thought, have just established. As we have just established. The other thing that's really funny, too, is that um, uh, there's this moment that I realize something, which is that they show, um, they show the scene on Extinction Island, and then they go immediately to the reward challenge. And that's the first time I had the thought, oh shit, these people have no idea that's going on. To the people in this show, that is not a thing that's happening. They are unaware of it entirely. And it really kind of put that in perspective for me. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Jeff is wasting no time sassing the teams. <laughs> he was sassing Manu the whole time. Yeah. During this challenge. She loves making fun of a bad team. Yeah, but they won. But they won. Aww. Oh, a, a reward challenge that they could have won. And this is when I wrote, "God, Chris is beautiful." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Little he was doing you know. or what was happening, but that is the note that I have written down. <laughs> and he Chris, won it for them too. Yeah, he won it for them. That was my next note, proving that he is the best person on that tribe. Yeah. And um, then, I, and then I wrote. Oh shit, yeah, Wendy did get hurt. <laughs> yeah, we forgot that Wendy got hurt. Oh yeah. But more importantly, the tribe gets chickens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is where it starts. But I so, a perfect a perfect um uh, to I have a, a quote written down from what happened. Uh someone said is he gonna wake us up in the morning? And War Dog responds very matter of factly, "No, he'll be dead." Because <laughs> <laughs> there is a rooster. Yeah, that's what it's for. The roosters for eating, and then you keep the hens for the eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, Wendy was crying not only about her injured foot, but listening to them discussing about eating the chicken. So this isn't the first time this has happened. Where someone gets really upset about um, at their tribe for like trying to eat a chicken they won, but 
I, uh, this is the most insane way it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> she, she says that it was always, always her plan going into being on Survivor was that if her ti- if her tribe gets chickens, she will set them free. <laughs> Which is just stupid because chickens lay eggs. All the- like, why would you set them free? That's not her yeah, it's harming like, them. They're not going to eat all the hens. They want no. the eggs. <laughs> it's like, why would you let them free? I can understand letting the rooster free if you wanted to save the rooster, but it doesn't make sense. You need, you need the hens. Well, I can't. I can't understand setting any of them free because it's really just a dick move at the end of the day. Oh, absolutely. They need food, and then like I loved the. <laughs> Them just, like, berating her, and it's like, well, you eat chicken at home, why can't we eat chicken here? (laughs) She's like, but we're killing this one, and they're like, the ones that you eat get treated way worse than these island chickens. (laughs) And then, wait, what was her reasoning behind, she said something stupid after that, too. Wendy did? Yeah, she was like, oh, well, they're bred to be killed or something. I was like, yeah, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, they even made that point. They're like, yeah, that's definitely worse than what these chickens have gone through in their lives. And she's like, but that's why it's okay. We put them out of their misery. It's a, there's a lot there. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. There's just a lot. And, and then, but, so she's injured, so she can't get rid of the chickens but she found something she can get rid of no she was trying to convince rick first (laughs) oh yeah well she doesn't do this until after the immunity challenge okay it was funny rick's like well i'm not going to yeah and then um i do have that there's a lots of uh wearing buffs as a skirt this season (laughs) lauren's a fan i just need to point that out i'm i'm into it i love it that's what we Lauren want more high-fashion right? buff choices. Yes. I, lo- I love the original buff choice. And then this is what, what happens when when Victoria and I think, who, Ron, were talking about Joe and Aubrey. <laughs> while Joe is mere, mm, I'd say, a foot away from her. <laughs> yeah. It, it really reminded me of in the most recent season of Celebrity Big Brother... Oh, that's when, what I, I literally, the next note, I said she pulled a Natalie Ava Marie. <laughs> yeah, and so it, Natalie, ahead. Eva Marie, and Lolo Jones go into a bedroom, and they're like, okay, we need a name for our final two alliance. And they're like, final two, final two. They say it multiple times. They were and like, going, in final bed, two, final two. <laughs> yeah. Just in bed, sitting there watching them is Tamar Braxton. <laughs> and then they turn the whole around, time. And then they ask her, because they were like, oh shit, they had to pretend like we knew she was in here. So then they were like, what do you think is a good name for a real <laughs> It was the best cover. <laughs> and she was like, it's okay. I <laughs> No, I know. And then they, they were like, oh, no what? <laughs> oh, God, and I, so I also funny. loved that... Um, one of them noticed, but the other had their back to her, so they kept going. Yeah, and she was, like, trying to, like, widen her eyes, but it wasn't working. Oh, jeez. That was it's a very so similar fun. situation it, as to what happened here. It was it, it was just as funny this time. <laughs> Except, like, at least 
Tamar was covered by blankets and such, Joe was just standing behind her. (laughs) (laughs) Actively doing something. It's not like he snuck up behind her. Like, he was there when she walked out. Yeah. The only thing I was disappointed in was the camera work wasn't as smooth as it's been in the past. Like, we talked about last year with that scene with Natalie, <laughs> where the camera, where, like, that guy said something, and then the camera, like, whip-zoomed into Natalie, like, losing her shit. Um, I, it would have been, cause, I because the problem see, was... Or I, I, could say, I could almost see the camera operator just being so overwhelmed at what was happening. <laughs> just could not believe she was being so dumb. Right. What, whoever the whatever the camera operator was doing, you can actually see it in the episode. You can see them go, "Oh shit, Joe's over there," but I'm in a bad angle to get to because they couldn't just zoom out and get Joe; they were too close. So they had to literally. You can watch the clip. Yes, they, they also, have to they move also, in the position also, and then zoom out because they also couldn't pan over that quickly because that would have given him away to her. Right. They didn't want to, like, reveal that he was there. She was just yeah. going to keep talking about it's it. It's great. You can see the move that the camera person's making to get to get that shot, and it's hilarious. Because <laughs> they're also, like, standing in water. It's not like it's an easy, you know... Oh, my God, it was... And it's like, Ron was watching Joe. Like, how did Ron not know? But also, somehow... So she turns over, sees him, and she goes... And Joe's like... What about me and Aubrey? <laughs> she's like, you're just like a pair. <laughs> to, to, to her credit, she just keeps talking to them. Like, like yeah, she just she, like doesn't act like it's such what, a big deal at all. It, I don't know how, but she brilliantly pivoted and just kept kept talking like she was not surprised that he was there. So she didn't make it seem like she was like, oh shit, I have to change the subject. She just kept talking as if like. She's like, oh, yeah, Joe, what are your thoughts on you and Aubrey? <laughs> and it was like, she does it so well that later on there's a scene where Joe's when Joe's talking and he has confessional. And he's just like, man, I just, like, cannot tell where Victoria and Ron stand. It's like, she was talking about you right in front of you. Yeah. And he still was like, hmm, I'm unsure. <laughs> she, it was really well played for such a dumb move originally. Yeah. She did a good job of covering it up. Because she just, it was like, her her tone of voice just maintained so calm after she saw him. It was very impressive. Like, she didn't, it didn't seem like she panicked at all. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm a good liar, I'm not a quick liar. Yeah. And she was I need just time like, to think it out. <laughs> She just immediately went into like, so Joe, you and Aubrey are a pair. Yeah, cause, yeah. She's like, what about us? She goes, oh, you, about how you guys are like together, like as a pair. <laughs> like, just completely, just keeps keeps talking to him. And like, she doesn't, she doesn't change what she said either. Mm-mm. And then he goes, wait, and he's just like, man, I can't tell where those two stand. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm pretty sure she is wearing her beanie in that scene. Good. Always we got wearing the beanie. Lauren on hashtag Beanie Watch 2019. So then we have Aubrey running for the idol, which I thought was very funny. Oh, Lauren! Yeah, Lauren oh made a comment like, about the way Aubrey runs. <laughs> no, I scream laughed out loud when that happened because <laughs> she's, like, she's just sitting there talking, an and then it hard cuts to her sprinting into the forest. <laughs> it was so funny. It was like she was just like talking, and then just like turns around and bolts. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, why did you have to run that fast? Oh, but I did tear up a little bit when she found it. I did too, and I don't know why, because like I'm not even like a super Aubrey fan. But it was just like watching her get emotional. She was clearly over so, it. yeah, she was clearly so emotional about she it. She cried about it, yeah, then, and she cried about it in her confessional too. But it was like so like I don't know. It was very. I loved it. I did tear up. I was I was very proud. Me, uh, yeah, <laughs> I felt proud for like just her in general like oh look your dreams are accomplished and then after that um we went back to the chicken chicken gate and i wrote kelly's look when wendy said that she still eats meat was very funny (laughs) (laughs) just i i don't know how they managed to keep their cool during that whole conversation and then still not vote her out (laughs) yeah because Kama wins immunity again, mm-hmm. so Manu has to go back to tribal, and that's when we have Flint Gate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as soon as they get back from the challenge, uh, Wendy hobbles over to the main site area, takes the Flint, and runs off into the woods. But the editing is so good in this scene. Yes. It is. Because what happens is they're all sitting around. They're talking about where the flint goes. Kelly, they're going to make the chicken. Yeah, they're going to eat the chicken, but they can't find the flint. Kelly is very angry. Apparently this happened to her before. Quinn, I need you to confirm that. I don't remember. I am sorry. All right. Um, I, I think there was... I think I heard on another podcast that Kelly was on a tribe before where they lost the flint. Um, I, I'm not doubting, but I couldn't tell you if it was her first or second season. I don't remember. Okay. So so she's very angry. You can see that. And they're all talking about who could have lost it, what happened to it. And then somebody says, maybe Wendy took it. And then somebody goes, yeah, that makes sense. She did, like, go straight into camp, and then she kind of, like, wandered off. And they were like, they were like, yeah, I don't know. And then Lauren goes, she'd literally have to be insane to do that. Cut to Wendy going, I took the flint. <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally the best editing ever. It's so good. <laughs> but Chris doesn't give a shit, and he just made the fire anyways. Yeah. Uh, uh, my thing was, is when they went to confront her, and they're like, did you take the flint? And she goes, no. And they go, well, it couldn't have been her then. <laughs> yeah, they just go, okay, sure. That was... We had another funny Rick moment, though, because they they sent Rick and David to go be good cop, bad cop, asking about the flint. And then, um, so it was like, Rick's gonna be like, not Rick, Dave's gonna be like, oh, we can't find the flint, isn't that weird? And then David, no, fuck, why do we keep switching their names? I don't know. And then Rick would come and be like, we know you took the fucking flint! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would have... Worked a lot better telling that story if I got their names right. Sure. <laughs> sure what of. <laughs> but here we are. All right. So... I still liked it. Thanks, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Wardog stabbed Chris in the back. Well, yeah, Chris, this was Chris's <laughs> fault. It's not even that Wardog stabbed Chris in the back. Chris was being stupid. Yeah, Rick and... Rick and... David, we're like, you can't tell Wardog. He's closer to Kelly than you think. I I am... I feel like, again, this is where... This is not a good move for Chris. 
obviously, because it sends Chris home. But I definitely think this is more on War Dog being insane. I was going to say bad at surviving. I don't know if that's the case. But War Dog, his immediate inclination is always, as soon as somebody disagrees with him, they become the next target. Also, during all of this confessional is the other thing I noticed about Kelly, which I pointed out to Lauren during the show, where they're talking about getting rid of Wendy. This is before the Chris thing happens. They're talking about getting rid of Wendy. And Wendy says, or, or ah, Kelly, God damn it! <laughs> Everyone's name this season is really confusing me for some reason. Kelly goes uh, in the confessional, she goes, Wendy makes the most choice to go home because Wendy doesn't want, she goes, Wendy doesn't. The most choice? The most choice! She's the most choice choice. <laughs> When when she goes, Wendy is the best choice to send home because she's uh, she doesn't want to eat the chickens, and uh, and also she's not great at challenges, and also she's hurt right now. And I was like, cool. Those are three excellent reasons to get rid of Wendy. And then Kelly goes, yeah. also she wanted to vote me out last week. She voted for me. She was the one person who voted for me, and that is a reason I also need to get rid of her. It's like. Cool it. You just named multiple good reasons. That doesn't need to be one of your reasons to vote for her. You can just I, vote for her for the other things. I'm as as a person who holds many a vendetta. I <laughs> where she's coming from. Yeah, honestly, I get it. <laughs> That's how I'd play. Yeah, we are being bitter. Anyone, anytime I see like, oh, I hate bitter juries on Survivor. I know for a fact I would be. I, I, I've been known to hold a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, me and Lauren hold the same grudge for more than one person. <laughs> I feel, is, I'm is, feeling really called out right now. <laughs> <laughs> and surprise, it's Tyler. <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> one, one time. The first season, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> oh, I, I was like, Lauren, this is your chance to talk about all the sins Tyler's committed against you. <laughs> uh, then that's just gonna get into too many brotherly sister fights. <laughs> like, well, one time <laughs> we were filling the garden up with mulch. Oh my god, dirt. <laughs> that might have been our biggest fight. <laughs> Not I really. gotta it was just know. A big one. Me, me, and my friends threw dirt at her. No, I wasn't thinking of that one. That oh. one was also. Bad. That was the one that they you got mad about. Threw dirt balls at my Barbie house. <gasps> Tyler, they were, just, they were just mean. It was fun, and Lauren never <laughs> used it. We didn't think she would care. <laughs> no, I was thinking of the time my parents were like gone or something. I don't know, and. They got do- dirt delivered <laughs> for the garden. So there was just a huge pile of dirt on our driveway. And we had, me and Tyler had the job to, like, wheelbarrow it into the backyard and put it Wait, how old garden. were you guys? Well, I first of all, I don't remember this. You don't? I remember it very clearly. Here's what I remember. Here's what I remember. We the, What we had to do was put the dirt... We had to build the wheelbarrow. Then we had to put the dirt into the wheelbarrow. Then we had to wheel it to the backyard. Then we had to disassemble the wheelbarrow, turn it into a slingshot. And then we had to slingshot the dirt <laughs> over to the garden. 
Quinn figured it out. <laughs> I literally, when you started the the sentence, I was like, "This sounds like a Survivor challenge," and then it turned to be a reference to it. <laughs> but so we had to wheelbarrow dirt into the garden for some reason. I think we were maybe you were in like soft. You were like a sophomore in high school. No, is that too late? I don't remember this. I think so. I might. Have, I might have been like seventh or eighth grade. I don't know. Okay. But, um, <laughs> and for, we just were unable to do the task together. <laughs> we just kept fighting, and it got really bad. And then Tyler got mad at me. <laughs> well, we were both mad at each other. So then he was. He just walked away. <laughs> And was just like sitting on our back porch, and then I just angrily kept doing the work, and then I was just <laughs> getting really mad, and then he went inside because he knew that I would complain to our parents and be like, "Well, Tyler just watched me do it." <laughs> I still complained to him about it. I, still I don't complain to them about it that you left me to finish <laughs> the job. I don't remember this though. So. I also I don't remember what the fight was. I just remember being. So angry that you sat on the back porch while I was doing it. And then you left, and I was like, I'm gonna kill him. him." Thank you for sharing. (laughs) Uh, Tyler, I hope you learn from this. We had a. Yes. No, that wasn't our biggest fight. Our biggest fight was just a couple months ago. Do you remember this one? I don't know. You it haven't was, said it yet. It was the one where... I want to stay for the record that I never hold a grudge against Lauren, and I don't remember any of these. <laughs> no, this our biggest fight. This was before my I got my job, so like a year ago. Yeah, it was before the Oscars, and we were going to drive up to Cleveland to see Call Me By Your Name. And This was last year? This was last year. And... Tyler also needed to see the f- no, not the favorite. What was the dressmaking one? Oh, Phantom Thread. Phantom, Phantom Thread. Thread. And I, he was like, I don't think you're gonna want to see it. And I was like, I don't. And we're having this discussion at like one o'clock in the morning. And Phantom Thread. In order to see that first, we'd have to leave at like nine thirty in the morning or something like that. And I kept saying, No, it's okay. I'll, I'll just go to Phantom Thread. <laughs> but you clearly didn't want to didn't and you were mad to. about it. <laughs> and I was like trying to be nice and be like, no, I'll go. And then Tyler was yelling at me because he was like, no, we don't have to go. I was just like saying, just say you don't want to go so we don't have to do it. <laughs> I was just wanting you to confirm because you kept being like, no, I'll go. And I was like, I know you don't want to. Just say you don't want to go. So I, we don't have I to get up at 930 and go watch this movie that neither one of us want to see. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. We were screaming at each other at the top <laughs> of our lungs because I was like, because he kept saying like, no, you're going to, because it was late. And I was like, well, if you're going to go to Phantom Thread, I would have gone to bed already. So he was like, you ke- he kept saying like, you're going to be tired if we go to Phantom Thread. And that just made me more mad. But, but the, the problem was she just kept saying, it's fine, I'll go. Not, you're right, let's not do it. <laughs> So, I like it was how... frustrating because we never came to a conclusion because I was like, you're going to be miserable and mad at 
I was like, Lauren's going to be miserable and mad at me all day if we go to Phantom Thread. But <laughs> she also is making it so that if I say, like, because I kept saying, like, it's fine, we just won't go to Phantom Thread. But Lauren just kept saying, like, no, I don't care. We can go. So it was never a it consensus to not go. But neither one of us wanted to go. Because we both were, like, trying to be considerate to the other person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like how you were both fighting for the opposite of what you actually wanted. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's and what makes you so mad. It's a very important distinction that I also didn't want to see Phantom Thread. Because <laughs> it, it wasn't you see... until... Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> what do you think, Lauren? She didn't see it. I didn't it. see it. We didn't go. I oh, didn't... I thought you... I was asking if you ended up seeing Phantom Thread that day. No, no. we didn't. We just saw Call Me By Your Name. I'm pretty sure... Then we went to a stand-up show, right? Yeah, we went with day. Ethan to see stand-up. And after I the Phantom Thread, I went to a wrestling show, which I thought was a fun juxtaposition. <laughs> <laughs> so, now that that tangent's over. <laughs> Lord would have hated Phantom Thread so much. I can't I like even imagine. Thread. Here's the thing. If we would have gone to that movie, Lord would have so been so fucking mad at me. <laughs> So that is why that was my conundrum. Was I really needed her to back off of it because if we ended up going, she would have been so angry. Mainly because I I don't sleep a lot and I go to bed late. But when I want to go to bed and something's preventing me from going to bed, that makes me very upset. Are you talking about multiple times when we've recorded this podcast? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the show about? <laughs> Survivor. You're right though. Lauren would hate Phantom Thread. Oh, she would fucking, it would make her so mad. <laughs> Especially in that situation, she would have been so fucking angry at me. I never would have lived it down. She would have been so mad. Because I would have, I would have had less sleep than I wanted. <laughs> had to get up early to see a movie I didn't like. Yeah, I would have been mad. That was the right call. <laughs> it definitely worked out in everybody's favor. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, we, we had a like, screaming match, and I think it was, it lasted about an hour and a half. <laughs> it was too long. We were so upset. <laughs> I do remember that now. But again, like, I don't think about it. <laughs> I feel like Laura sits at night, and she's just canceling because she's so mad about the times that she's been mad at me. Oh, it's one not day just you. I think remember. about everybody. <laughs> Lauren doesn't go to sleep. She fumes. <laughs> Lauren exactly plots. Wrong. <laughs> if you've wronged me, beware. <laughs> you might not even remember that you wronged me. <laughs> but I do. To you it might have been a regular conversation. <laughs> no. No, I have a deep-seated agent for you. <laughs> oh. Quinn knows. So, so anyways, Lauren's the Kelly of the group. Yep. No, Quinn is too. Lauren and no, Kelly... No, yeah, no, I also hold grudges. Lauren and Kelly are Quinn's I refer to and... people as my arch enemy, who I doubt would, like, recognize me in a lineup. <laughs> does that make me a... What does that make me? Who am I on this season? Not Rick. on Survivor. No, I'm not <laughs> Mitt, Rick. I meant David. Why do I keep mixing I don't up? know. Lauren, it's impossible to know who you're talking about. <laughs> I meant David. Who's Dave? Which one's David? Legs. Oh. The attorney. Legs. <laughs> okay, Lauren, you're calling David Legs from now on. That's his new nickname. It's Legs. My legs. Oh, you don't remember the first episode? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is his first episode of his podcast when we all fascinated on his legs. When Tyler was 
sexist and looked at men like they're pieces of meat. <laughs> right. <laughs> to... What Tyler is, is what how Wendy sees the other people looking at the chickens. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, War Dog stabbed Chris in the back. <laughs> yeah, I still, my point of all of this is that I really think that he needs to stop and think about, like, it, like, he should have been like, no, we need to vote for Wendy, let's just stay voting for Wendy. Because they could have gotten rid of somebody who was bad at challenges. Or he just could have not said anything to War Dog. Do you think... I'm talking about War Dog. I'm thinking... I, I, I say that it is a bad idea for War Dog to flip and try to get Chris out. I don't think that was the right move. Uh, well, um, it was... It, it came, I think it came to the point where it was Chris or Wentworth. And the I only think way it's kind w- of a good Wentworth's move. loyal to War Dog. Right, but it didn't have to be that. And I guess if it's anything, that's because he, he because Wardog told Wendy. Not Wendy, god damn it, because Wardog told Kelly. If he hadn't told Kelly, then Kelly would have just voted for Wendy. They could have just gotten rid of Wendy. It would have been a unanimous vote. Wendy probably wouldn't even have been in the game anymore. She probably would have gone to uh, home instead of Extinction Island because she's hurt. And even if she did go to Extinction Island, she'd probably end up quitting. Um... And everybody would have been What fine. if, like, Wendy the just quit next makes... episode? <laughs> that would be hilarious. hilarious. The only thing that also doesn't make any sense to me, or, or would, I'm sorry, would make this make a little bit more sense to me, is if Wardog was thinking that this swap was coming so it didn't matter if they made their tribe better. That's fair. That's the only way it makes any sense to me. But they don't, they never play it like that. Nobody ever, it's always a surprise when the swap happens, even though everybody kind of knows it's going to happen. You it, you can always assume it's if it's not on the third episode, it'll be the fourth. I also like how Ron found the advantage menu in the first episode, and then it literally never came up again at all. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some fucking advantage. It's a failed twist, but that's something Survivor's used to. Anything else we gotta say? I just liked that. Um... <laughs> the note I wrote is Chris about to fuck Extinction Island up. Yeah, Chris is going to be very good on Extinction Island, and um, I am hoping he gets back in the game, because of the three people who are all on that island right now that are all on my team, I think Chris has the best shot to still win, and the best shot... Well, the first, the best shot to get off of Extinction Island, and two, the best shot to win after doing that. Also... Um, I loved his whole attitude when he, like, walked up to that thing. He didn't waver or waffle like Keith. He went, oh, fuck yeah. Fuck those guys. Yeah, he, <laughs> he got around the door to get back into the Specifically, he said, screw those guys. I'm getting back in the boat. Yeah. <laughs> and then he grabbed the torch. It was really cool. Chris seems great. Next week's the swap. Yeah. Three tribes. I'm excited. I still think season should start with three tribes, but and then swap we'll see the how two. it works. Yeah, that's. I thought you I think hated that's best. three tribes. No. Oh no! You I, hate, so I, you I don't think it always people. works. Yeah, I hate twenty people seasons, but I don't think it always works when they swap into three tribes. I think they should start with three tribes. I think that does work better when it comes to the double swap. Maybe it's a little bit easier for them as a production to keep stories and everything straight if it's the other way around. I think the the time I re- the time it worked best was Millennials versus Gen X. We didn't watch that season. Yeah, 
Because I, yeah, I can tell because you can't remember David at all. Right. The concept of that season really <laughs> pissed me off. <laughs> That's why. Because I watched the season, season before it, and I just and I didn't watch it because I was like, "This is, is going to make me mad if I watch this." Like, I would recommend it. I would say it's up there with like one of the just most entertaining seasons there is. Um. All right. What else do we got to talk about? Any predictions we want to do for next week? Do you want to talk about the title? Who we think's going home? It's so hard to predict who goes home now. Right, because we don't even know what the <laughs> what the drives are going to be. Who yeah. has the title? Let's start with that. Well, I'm going to say probably, I'm going to guess somebody on my tribe, just based on how things are going so far. I, um, I'll take the other one left. <laughs> wait, <laughs> so wait, who's left in the show that's on my team, Lauren? You have Victoria, Ron Clark, and no, somebody else. Nope. <laughs> you have you don't? Ron, Lauren, and Joe. I have Victoria. I have Lauren, oh, okay. Joe, Ron, right? Is exactly what I just I said. I know, I was just repeating it. God, that sucks. I lost half of my people already. You think Joe's going home? I just, again, I just want someone, I want us all to pick from Tyler's team. <laughs> all right. Oh, but, uh, I, I like this too because reverse psychology. I'm gonna go with Ron. I'll go with Lauren. <laughs> Great. Hope one of us is right. Alright, the title. What's the title? I uh, need a title. dance partner. No, one No. Yes, it is yeah. I need a dance partner. So who, Well that's, that's gonna it's gonna be Ron. That Ah Lauren's probably right. I said it first. Why? He has an alliance. He's a dancer. He's dancing. <laughs> I think it's literally about dance. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I think. I'm gonna say Aubrey. I'm gonna say Wardog. Do you want any other? Because because remember we. I, I, Lauren, I think Lauren's right about Ron. Because remember we're going to different tribes. So just because people have people there in alliance with doesn't mean they're gonna still be in those alliances. They might need somebody to work with. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So everybody kind of could be saying it. So these are wrong. What What else? Should we vote for? Um, oh, we forgot to talk about how in the preview, Wendy is carrying chickens out into the woods. Oh yeah, she's like, I did it! <laughs> what a fucking psycho. How is she still in this game? It's insane. Here's what's gonna happen. Wendy is gonna start the episode by stealing the chickens. She's gonna get swapped. They're gonna lose the immunity challenge, and then she's just gonna decide to quit. <laughs> for her leg. <laughs> oh my god. That is what that's my full prediction. That sounds like it's probably going to happen. I was going to pick her as my choice that's going to go home, but then Since we we're all playing this game. We're, then we're all going to do Tyler's team. We're we're manifesting it. Someone on Tyler's team is going. I home. have to say I like the three other people I still have. And no, Francis, that's the thing. Yes. The other these are a good other three to have. Yeah, I feel decent about them, and I still think if anybody's coming back from Extinction Island, it's going to be Chris or Joe. Oh, oh and I also don't think Joe's going leaving. to Extinction Island. Yeah, unless he gets voted out in the merge, in which case he's got a shot back in. But hopefully, he's Chris never is leaving back in by Extinction that. Island if it happens. Because I'm assuming, I'm assuming that Chris is going to somehow manage to make it to the merge, jump back, and get back in, and then if Joe gets voted out after the merge, he has a shot at getting back in. That's what I think. All right. Do we have any other predictions we want to make? I um, know. Uh, do you think there will be a third idol on the third tribe? I mean, there probably yes. will be. 
Do you want to... Whichever, whichever tribe... Well, we can't guess who's going to find it because we don't know who's going to be on the yeah, other team. Here's what's going to happen. What, if Aubrey and Lauren end up on the same tribe, then they'll put two more in the game, probably. And if that, if they end up on two separate tribes and there's one extra tribe, then they'll add one to the game. I think they'll just add one more and it'll just be the like made-up tribe that doesn't already exist. Or... No matter who's on it. Or they'll put the clue on the two tribes without one and then it'll be that it'll be at the challenge if you find it take it that one That'd be that old chestnut right Quinn? and lauren's gonna forget hers by her rock yeah i don't know how she's gonna remember that, that was hopefully a- if, if it were me i would pick that up every single time i'm leaving the island i would find it <laughs> but i just would keep it on my person yeah she just was wearing zero clothes while she was looking for Like, I totally get why she didn't keep it on her person. But that was a bad... If you're going to look for an idol, like, wear something that you can hide it in. She has long hair and a hair tie, right? Yeah, she could stick it in there. Yeah. That'd be a genius place to stick it, I think. Or even, like, I don't know, like, in your bra somewhere. Yeah, just, like, really shove it in there. (laughs) There are options. You can always rinse it off before you give it to Jeff. <laughs> or don't. Get kinky with it. We're <laughs> shame on this show. <laughs> Just pull it out of your bra in front of it. <laughs> Alright, anything else we gotta talk about before we end this? Um, you're losing by a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> this feels... I've never been on this side of it before. <laughs> I'm sure it's nice. <laughs> You've been here, Tyler. You know it's great. It is. It's very good. And I don't But this like has never it. happened before. No, we, I was close the first season. He, yeah, we've never had someone in the first three episodes lose, like, this many in a row. I think I, really, I lost the I first really two. I really beefed it with, with my Keith pick, honestly. I really, I really, uh... I looked, I, I don't know how you thought he was going to be good. I, I told yeah, you when we were was... watching the episode. The only reason why I... If I would have known that he couldn't swim, I wouldn't have picked him. I didn't know that. If I would have known that, I never would have picked him. My bottom three when we were picking were Reem, Wendy, and Keith. Wow. You did a very good job with your bottoms. (laughs) If there's... (laughs) I actually had Keith above David. Keith above who's David? Legs. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) I think it was more... I think it was more of, like, I just didn't want a returning player. I think that was more of what it was. Yeah, I, I, I expected too. him to be doing the worst, but he's definitely doing the best. If anybody's going to make... If any of the returning players are going to stick around, it's probably going to be him. And I'm, yeah, and I, I thought when he I was going Joe, to be the worst. When I picked Joe, I was honestly kind of baking on him getting back in. Yeah. Twist. I, I thought he was going to play the worst out of the returning, so I am just as surprised. All right. Anything else? We're wrapping it up? Yes. <laughs> I just someone want to respond to me. I, was just I said nothing because I had nothing to say. The other, the other side of my like survivor draft notes is my Christian Mingle notes from One Star, and I just looked down and it has in all caps. Why do they like each other? <laughs> <laughs> just thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to say. All right. Do you want to plug your podcast, or do you want to not do that? Oh, yeah, we plug ourselves. <laughs> Follow me. Okay. Again? Again? Quinn? We don't kink shit on the show. <laughs> what? 
If you plug, if you want to plug yourself, that's fine. We don't keep Jim on the show. Don't keep. We don't. <clears throat> Quinn. <laughs> I said, yes. if you want to plug yourself, that's fine. We don't kink shame on this show. Oh, you just mumbled <laughs> kink shame like you weren't proud of it or something. <laughs> You're right. I should have been prouder. <laughs> uh, I am at underscore Quinn Latifah on Twitter. And that's all. Goodbye. End of podcast. It's just me. <laughs> I'm at... Mola Turnup on Twitter. That's, uh, Interesting that you're still speaking. <laughs> yeah, I forgot the podcast is ended. The podcast is ended. Um, I'm at Tyler Mola Turnup, and um, I also have Generation Animation and Silver Screen Breakdown and Tim and Tyler Learn Lesson, our podcast that I also host, and Twitter accounts that you can follow. <laughs> so oh, Tyler, I didn't yeah. get the chance to listen yet, but who won Outstanding Achievement in Jacket? Wow, uh, big risk to spoil the biggest sword of the night, but it went to John Boyega. <laughs> Why? Because he's wait. Who'd you, you say I'm boy, Have you seen him wear a jacket, <laughs> Lauren? <laughs> Lauren, let me show you the jacket he wore this year, and you tell me. Look, wait. What was it? John Boyega and Pacific Rim. Oh, Pacific Rim. Oh, look at, him. Look at that fucking jacket, Lauren. I still think. I want to make a Jordan to win. I was pulling. For he him. was he was a a close second. Actually, the audience vote went to uh, Solo, but I it's like I didn't like the coats that much in Solo. I was surprised people um, voted for it. So, are you gonna send him his trophy? Yeah, I'm gonna send John Boyega a trophy that says best jacket. <laughs> Wait, just this denim jacket? No, it's first of all, it's it's uh, it's not about just the jacket. It's about how you wear the jacket. And two, he has another jacket that's also very good. It kind of looks like it's wearing him, I'll say it. Oh, oh I, this is very disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, what are your credentials in judging jacket achievements? I, it's, it's, it's the Have look you the, ever worn a jacket? It's the distinction of the jacket, and it's how the jacket is worn. And especially name in five First jackets, all, Tyler. I can name several jackets if we're going to go about that route. First of all, another strong contender that got left off our ballot, which we're very upset about, is Dimitri from the First Purge. Had a real fucking good jacket in that one. We forgot to put him on the thing. So if you've seen the First Purge, look for that jacket. It's really good. <laughs> but anyways, that's not the point. The point is that I'm sending John Boyega a trophy. <laughs> um... <laughs> You can send it. He, I'm sure he has a fan P.O. box or something. Mm-hmm. Also, congratulations to Quinn. He is in, what, fourth place in Fantasy SNL this year? I'm so proud of myself. You're doing very good. I'm it's not. shocking, given how pathetic I was last year. This has been a very bad year because most nobody picked any of the people who are getting nominated or who are ending up on the show. Also, I have to is add that some on us I've, or SNL, though? It's really, I think it's on SNL. Want. Although, I will say that, like, I thought Don Cheadle and John Mulaney were very good hosts, but nobody expected them to be hosting this year. And then Idris yeah. Alba, I think, was a good choice. I think I had Idris Alba, like, last year, but I don't think anybody picked him this year. Pretty much everybody picked Brie Larson. She hasn't been <laughs> chosen to host this year. Which is a very and weird And it's, like, season. too late. Yeah. Although, I, I, I again, I, I, I am opening it up if anybody wants to replace some people like we did last year. I think we should do that because it's getting getting rough. 
Well, also, if they keep doing this, how will we even be able to guess? <laughs> yeah. It's, it feels so sporadic and random. Oh, no, Quinn's in second place. <gasps> yeah. I forgot. Is that not what you said? I said fourth, but that was... I forgot where you were. Um, how dare so you're, you? You're doing very good. Also, I think I have to add some points back in, because I think we made it a rule this year that if your person sings in their monologue, you get bonus points. Who sang? Um... Technically, Momoa did, but it was, I think, a recording. Did I watch that? Did I not watch that episode? I don't know. Did you? No, I think you didn't. I don't think you did. Oh, whatever. (laughs) Anyways. I don't know why, but I feel very, very indifferent about Jason Momoa. That's fair. That's a hot take. Is it? No, because Lauren doesn't care. Lauren doesn't care literally at all about any of the DC movies. No. And now that I have Captain Marvel, I don't fully need Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, that was the, Wonder Woman was the only one she saw, and I just found out today she didn't even like it that much. No, I like oh I, I, I liked it, but like until I saw Captain Marvel, I was like, oh, this is what Wonder Woman should have been. <laughs> I loved Captain Marvel. Oh, it was so fucking good. I like Goose is my everything. <laughs> I bought I bought a, a little uh, Funko bobblehead of Goose a couple weeks ago, and I have them up at our at our theater right now in our concession stand. Good. I I'm I like I'm inches, at the one. Good. I'm inches away from buying the Goose poster. <laughs> Do it! I love Goose. There's one part. There's one montage that I that happens in Captain Marvel, and I literally audibly in the theater went, "Oh fuck yeah." <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good montage. Oh, it's so good. I wanna any any time a man disrespects me, I'm just gonna go watch that montage. <laughs> <laughs> or like if I'm just waking up in the morning and I'm just like, oh fuck yeah, let's start this day. <laughs> so. so should we end this? Yeah, that was it's over. I'm pretty sure no, I'm pretty sure the episode ended ten minutes ago after you did your plus. <laughs> But I, we never, I said goodbye during my plug, but then you guys didn't do yours, no, that's so what I didn't know. No, that's what I'm saying. The episode ended when you said that, and so this but is all But I don't want to discount your, you guys and your work on Twitter. <laughs> you <were> joking. <laughs> I saw this, somebody, uh, uh, Rob Den Bleeker on Twitter said, Avengers Endgame prediction, Captain Marvel shows up at Thanos' house in scene one, nipple tweaks Thanos, and then spins him by his nipple so hard his bones lay out of his mouth and feet. Credits last two hours to justify ticket price. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how anyone will be able to defeat Captain Marvel. Nah, she unstoppable. She, she uh, okay. She's gonna punch, was, a, punch was, a spaceship out of the sky. That was actually my one issue with Captain Marvel. Was like she's that fucking powerful, and Jude Law with magnet gloves is standing a chance against her. Yeah. I think it's because like she, she chooses not to rip him apart. <laughs> like, if she really wanted to, she could really murder the fuck out of somebody, but I don't think she does. But it's like, how is, how is, Endgame end just has to be trying to bring them back to life, because it's, she's not going to have it, any problem defeating it Thanos. It pretty much is. I also think that it's going to involve them, they're going to, there's, there's some time travel in this bad boy. Fun. So we're going to have, we're going to have a fun time. <laughs> I'm excited about it. They also never explained why she, when she starts calling herself Captain Marvel. It's she it's a weird it, it it feels weird ever... for her to call herself Captain Marvel. It's it like a loose 
origin story for the name. Because she, well, she wasn't a captain, right? No, and it was also Marvell was... Yeah, but that's the same. That's the same thing. It's always been is that they that Captain Marvel's mentor is somebody named Marvel, and then they take the name. Well, so well, it's it's. I'm not gonna name if I became a superhero. I'm not naming myself after my mentor. Yeah. I'm not gonna be like Private Angus all of a sudden. Private Angus. Carol Danvers' superhero name should be Captain Wendy Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> my, this is awkward because mine would also be Captain Angus. <laughs> <laughs> hey Quinn, what's what's your what's your Cree uh, warrior name? Lauren and mine's are um, no. <laughs> it it'd be I. <laughs> I. I. Yeah, we'd have the same one. That's not. Yeah. Yeah. Quinn's would wait. Quinn. I. Oh yeah, it would be I. Which I don't mind. Wait, how many? Uh, oh no, I'm trying to think of. It's it's because the best way to do it is try to find the because it could have been like e like I gotta go instead of R N O it's gotta be E R N O because it looks like a name but it's not. Erno is probably how it'd be pronounced. Erno. I was like, why is I didn't like when he whispered it. <laughs> I didn't care for that. I, the part where she was like. My name is Carol. I, I leaned over to Molly and I was like, and I want to speak to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll end it there. 